Welcome to the Columbus Connection, a weekly public affairs program produced in, for, and about Columbus County, North Carolina. Now here's your host, the managing editor of Columbus County News, Jefferson Weaver. Hello everyone, this is Jefferson Weaver with ColumbusCountyNews.com and WTXY. We're here with the Columbus Connection, and today we have Chief Doug Ifoff from the Whitefield Police Department. Chief, thank you so much for coming to be with us today. Thanks, Jefferson. Thanks for having me here. I appreciate the opportunity to come in and talk with you. I mean, we've you've been so busy since you came here, we really haven't had time to sit down and talk very much. But you've had to make quite a few changes in the Whitewell PD, and all, all for the positive that we've seen anyway. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. We have been busy uh, since I got here. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, just to talk about just a couple things, you know, we started out in 2019 working towards our national accreditation uh, we successfully got that uh, given to us on November of this past year. It took us 18 months, which was the time frame that we talked about getting that done. And we're just excited about what the future holds for us. Well, so, so what's some of the other things you got going on with WPP? Wow. So just to talk about a few things, uh, we are transitioning in our records management system. We're going to a brand new system. Uh, we're looking forward to that. That will give us a lot more opportunity to share uh, across uh, the county with other agencies, share all of our our data that we're collecting uh reports because uh, oftentimes people that we arrest uh the county works with the same people fair bluff you know Tabor, all of us work with the same people a lot so it's nice for us to be able to share that data across the networks uh that's going to be a nice uh, addition to our our overall ability to work together uh not only that a couple other good things that we're doing uh with this we're uh, also going to be deploying a front-facing portal like a citizen's portal where you can go on uh our website you'll be able to look and determine what kind of crimes going on in the neighborhoods and the that'll city. be handy yeah that'll it's going to be awesome yeah you know just think about it uh if you're wherever you live at you can go online click on your address and you can see all the crimes that are occurring around your actual house uh so you, anybody can do it it's it doesn't cost anybody anything anybody can log on look at it uh it'll give a lot of information for the community and for the citizens to be able to determine what's going on around them uh we're also going to be deploying a citizens reporting portal uh, this will allow the citizens, uh, if they want to go online and report a crime that occurred, uh, fill out the complaint. Let's say, for example, you lost your wallet. You can go online. You can fill out a lost wallet report. Uh, it'll get sent to us. We'll look over the information. If everything looks good, then we can accept that into our records management system. We'll notify the person who filed the complaint that we accepted the report. This is their case number, and then we can go from that point forward. So I mean, I can see where that right off the bat, I can see where that would make a world of difference if somebody, like you said, lost a wallet, lost a cell phone, or something on those lines. And yeah, you know, let's face it, nobody has enough personnel to do what they need <laughs> nowadays. So you know, say, I lost my cell phone. I have to have a report. Yep, I have to go down, go down to the police department. You know, have my appointment with the officer. Well, y'all got one on vacation. You got one in court, and there's a wreck on the other side of town. And guess what? Yep. He's gonna to have to take off and go to that. That's right. So, yeah, I think that's a that's a that's a really you know really good service that y'all gonna be offering. Yeah, we we're we're excited about it. Uh, also, what helps us is like for example, 
uh, not trying to throw Walmart under the bus, but there's a lot of larcenies that go on at Walmart. So their loss prevention can log right onto the system and fill out their own complaints, their own reports, and be able to, at that point, you know, uh, go down and swear out to the warrants and all that good stuff. Uh, it just frees up our resources, like you just said. It gives us the ability to go out and be more proactive in the neighborhoods. And actually go find some of these people that the reports are being made yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The, yeah, I know everything. Uh, you, you've been in law enforcement for a number of years. I've been covering for a number of years, and so many things have changed. What What are some of the big challenges that y'all are facing these days? Well, you know, with everything that's uh, – going on right now recruitment and retention is probably our biggest challenge uh just being able to recruit uh new officers getting them in the system uh getting them sworn uh it's a challenge for everybody it's not just our agency it's it's a countrywide issue uh some agencies that had three and four you know hundred applicants maybe get 50 now wow so it's it's very difficult uh for all the agencies across the uh, country so we're we're trying to think outside the box we're doing different things uh we're working now so if we want to recruit someone we can recruit them and we can actually send them through school we can pay them while they're going through school i think that's gonna make a big difference right there because i mean law a blet i know it's not like you know some i worked my way through college i know a lot of other people that did but blet is so intensive you don't really have time to keep a part-time job while you're trying to go to school you're 100 percent right i mean it's difficult from a part-time perspective even from a full-time perspective and wanting to change careers you still have to get a paycheck and so uh we we've been working on this for a while now we've got it uh pretty much implemented so we're looking forward to it we're looking forward to being able to use that in the future and things like that to recruit uh people across the uh across the county and across the area you know that's good. So, uh, of course, I know y'all have picked up a couple of officers lately. We've been you know, adding folks. You can follow the Whiteville Police Department on Facebook and catch up with all the stuff that they've got going on. Yeah, appreciate that. Uh, we do put out a lot of information on the fa- on our Facebook page. Uh, most of the time, you know, you know, it being in the news uh, uh, industry, we try to send out our press releases to all of our media contacts, and we also post it on our Facebook page. Uh, and then every, whenever we get uh, different events we put on the facebook page and and just recently uh we had two of our officers uh attend this child safety uh class seat right what i wanted to talk about Uh, there you go yeah (laughs) absolutely so uh but yeah definitely so we try to put those things out where people in, in the community can see what's going on with their police department well, you mentioned it, so let's talk about the child safety seat yeah. program. I mean, that's a, I think that's a really neat thing because, I mean, I don't have any children, but I've had to fight with those things before <laughs> for nieces and nephews and friends, yeah. and you need an engineering degree. Absolutely. I think we've all fought with them at least once or twice. Uh, you know, so the interesting part about it is, is most people think they're actually putting in the car seats properly. And in reality, they aren't. And so uh, we were very fortunate to be able to send a couple of our officers to school. Uh, they are now able to educate uh, citizens on how to put their car seats in properly, to make sure they're tethered properly. And, of course, the ultimate is to make sure your child is safe. And that's, I mean, that's uh, the most important thing about all of it. hundred anyway. percent. Absolutely. And so, you know, if you're interested, uh, you can schedule an appointment with our officers uh, to come in. They'll uh, evaluate your car seat. They'll educate you on whether or not it's in there properly or not. And then uh, 
if they if you need help, they'll try to help you put it in there properly, tether it properly, and get it strapped down so and you're you're doing the right thing. And that way you can avoid seeing the blue lights in your rearview <laughs> mirror and a very costly ticket. At the absolutely, house. absolutely, they, that can be very cost effective. Yeah. yeah. Well, we will be right back in just a moment with more of the Columbus Connection. my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way. We'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886. Welcome back, everybody. This is Jefferson Weaver with ColumbusCountyNews.com. We're on the Columbus Connection. Today, we've got Whitefield Police Chief Doug Ipock. Chief, it was a busy time at Sandy Ridge Apartment Complex over the past year. Yes, and sir, it has I know been. There's been a lot of bad press. There's been a lot of misconceptions in some cases. Mm-hmm. And what can you tell us about everything that's going on out there? Absolutely. Uh, you know, the incident that occurred uh, out there, you know, last year where the kids were out on the baseball field was absolutely tragic. We didn't want that to occur, uh, but it did. And since then, we've been working real hard with the district attorney's office, North Carolina ALE, nuisance and abatement team to really work towards helping uh, secure the, the neighborhood there. Uh, since this all has occurred uh we've been meeting with the owners on a regular basis uh we've got a brand new management uh property management company that's actually running the property now and uh we also have what they call a tro or an an order in court that uh basically regulates what can be done on the property right now and this is a temporary order that's used to get us to the point where we it, whether we go to a trial or not uh to talk about what the outcome of the property is going to be or if the owners want to engage with us we can do what we call a consent decree uh basically outlines what we would want to occur at the property for example to make sure the property uh, is kept up to date up to current code uh lighting uh parking remodeling the apartments things like that and one of the things that we talked about is having security over there at the uh, apartment complex as well Uh, since the uh, order has been in place we've been working security out there on a regular basis Uh, it's very nice to get engaged with the citizens that live out there and let and me, I've got to give, got to interject here and give credit where credit is due. I, I understand that even you have been running some patrols out there on occasion yourself. <laughs> yes, yes, I sure have. I mean, I've been out there working just like everybody else, and of course, you know, uh, certainly needs to be. And uh, and I don't mind doing it, uh, working out there with my guys. But I, I just want to make sure that everybody understands there are great people that live out there, and, and we've gotten to know a lot of the citizens that reside there, and they're just really good people. I think the circumstances 
really put them in a bad position. And, of course, you know, the other aspects of not having an on-site property manager really hurts uh, because there's no one there of keeping watch on the property right. on a regular basis. So, so those things are difficult. And it's going to take a collaborative effort amongst us, the police department, the district attorney's office, the state alcohol law enforcement nuisance and abatement team, and the owners of the property. You know, it's going to take us all to come together to work together to come up with a resolution to how to continue to keep the community safe there, uh, work with the residents to make sure their properties are, are kept up to date like they should be, and just instill that pride in the neighborhood because that's exactly what we're trying to do is is keep the neighborhood safe and keep everybody out there happy and and well that's and i've spoken with several people who are out there and they're just i mean they're good playing they're good working folks absolutely and i mean they're embarrassed in a lot of cases not mm-hmm. to mention frightened i mean you don't want to you don't want to be sitting there watching television and have all sorts of mischief going on outside and bullets coming through the window or anything else you're right and they you know they were actually embarrassed i mean i'm sure you're getting you know those type of folks are reaching out to y'all now mm-hmm. they're bound to be happy to see the police officers out there working yeah, you're you're right. I've had multiple people come up to me and and just say thank you for being out there. We appreciate the presence that we're we're putting out there, uh, and we don't mind doing it if if the end result is going to be that we're going to have a really safe community. Then yes, I'm excited about doing it. Of course, that at the same time, you don't have enough officers to have somebody on every single solitary street corner right now. I mean, it takes people who've got to be willing to cooperate with y'all. Yeah. I mean, they yeah you know, they've got to be willing to call nine one one. But I mean, that's right. What's what are what are some of the things that people in the community can help? I mean, not necessarily Sandy Ridge, but anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. Uh, you know, everybody can help us if they call nine one one when they see something or find out that or something just causes you to have that uneasy feeling in your stomach. Uh, just call 911. Have an officer respond. Uh, you never know what may come out of it, and you never know. Uh, you may actually be seeing a crime that can be, you know, uh, stopped and abated uh, before it continues into something else. Uh, I think most times the citizens feel like they're they're being a burden if they're calling 911. It's like, oh, I don't want to call 911 because... I actually of- have people call me. <laughs> yeah. I said, I saw this going on over... Why, did, why yeah. didn't you call? Well, I yeah. didn't want to bother them. Well, exactly. And that's the farthest thing from the truth. We want you to bother us uh, because, one, not only that, the other... We're going to quote you on that. We want you to bother us, said <laughs> Chief Hypock of the White Bull Police. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I will tell you, because here, here's the thing you got to look at. If you're calling in and you're seeing these things at the end of the year, when we're when we're going through researching our data throughout the year and we can start seeing trends and patterns and things like that, then, you know, we can start determining where we can better utilize our resources. And if you don't call, we don't know it's occurring. And that's the problem. Uh, We want to know it's occurring. And that's those things are going to help us better utilize our resources, help work through the community, keep it safer and more secure. Now, that's, that's been the thing I've tried to urge people, you know, all the way through the year, because, I mean, we're Southerners. We don't we don't <laughs> want to be a burden on True. somebody. We don't want to have a problem with someone who just had a broken down car that's or right. was legitimately going door to door collecting donations. But mm-hmm. at the same time, that could be somebody casing a home or it anything else. and. 
Yep. And y'all aren't going to roust every single person that you come across out there on the street. Yeah, no, and that's not what we're here for. Uh, we're here to determine what that person is actually engaging in. If they're legitimate, so be it. No problem. Uh, but if they're not, at least we can identify who they are. And if something goes missing, we do have an ability to go back and find out uh, who it may have been. The other thing is I want to let everybody know, even if you're going to call, if you, if you think you're going to call 911 and you're concerned about your own safety, just tell the dispatcher that you want to be anonymous and they can report anything anonymously. So you don't, your, your information will never come back up. Uh, and when they take the call at the dispatch center, they're going to type in anonymous and they can't put any other information in there. So that's you, a good point right there. Yeah, absolutely. So if you, if you're concerned about it and you're just not sure, you can always remain anonymous. And again, that still gives us the ability to go out there and look and see what's going on and the ability to investigate it. But it's definitely not uh, a situation where we want you to think, like you said just a minute ago, don't bother us because we want you to bother us. Well, we will be right back in just a minute with more of the Columbus Connection. No matter what kind of car you drive, we have an insurance policy that's right for you. Need to insure your family minivan? We've got you covered. Need insurance for that new sports car you finally got? We've got you covered. Call Auto Insurance for Less to find out how much you can save right now. All it takes is just one call. Answer a few questions and before you know it, we've, we've got, got you covered. covered. Better coverage at a better price is just a phone call away. Call 800-958-7461. That's 800-958-7461. Hello again, everyone. This is Jefferson Weaver, Columbus Connection. We're here with Chief Doug Ifock of the Whiteville Police. Chief, we've got a new animal control officer in the city. Uh, we do. Uh, Marco has been on with us now for several months. So he's doing a fabulous job. Uh, and he's uh, he's working hard to make sure that uh, the citizens are taken care of. He's doing some good work. Uh, we just recently had an animal cruelty case where he worked, and and uh, we're going to court with that shortly. So, you know, he's on the ball, and we I appreciate having him. there were two him. arrests involved in that one, if I'm remembering yep, right. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yep. So we're, uh, we're excited to have him on board. Uh, we're excited to see where the animal con uh, controls section if you will uh goes over the next several months where we'll continue to get him uh additional training uh we're looking you know different uh aspects of getting some certifications for him and through rabies training some maybe some euthanasia training you know tranquilizer training you never know when you may need these things and so we're working on getting him trained up and being being uh just having the the things he needs to do his job properly well, that's a, that's an often thankless job, I'm afraid. Yeah. One is very important. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Sometimes, you know, he, they don't necessarily see him all the time, but certainly when people are, are upset about their their pets and things like that and animals, <laughs> then it gets uh, difficult real quick. Yeah. Now, you've brought some more, some other new officers on board lately, haven't you? Yes, uh, we have. We've been uh, diligently recruiting. Uh, we just brought Officer Cruz on. Uh, we're excited to have her. Uh, she brings a, a lot of uh, resources to our department. Uh, she's bilingual, which, you know, is exciting for us uh, to be able to uh, help 
the community in ways that we normally wouldn't be able to do. Uh, certainly if we have Hispanic uh, speaking uh, individuals who we normally couldn't talk with, now we've got someone that can, you know, converse with them. And, and certainly uh, they grow in part of the community. I mean, some of the absolutely I, I wish I could credit the demographics I saw the other day, but we're up to something like nine, almost 10 percent in mm-hmm. the Weibel area. Absolutely. And that's uh, that's a big portion of the populace to be served. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they're the victim of crimes just like everybody else. And, of course, you know, uh, for us, having her abilities to talk is really good for us uh, so that uh, we can get the information we need to properly uh, work their cases as well. So we're excited to have her on board. Of course, I know things have been very difficult because of COVID and everything else and short staff, but a question that was actually asked me a couple of weeks ago and i've got to know mm-hmm. are we bringing the bicycle officers back that's a great question uh in in reality we've never gotten rid of our bicycle officers uh but we haven't had a stronger emphasis on them as of late because of the pandemic uh short staffing things like that we've kind of had to put it to the side a little bit but uh there's a lot of advantages of having bicycle officers uh riding around town in different neighborhoods and getting out and talking with people uh plus you know it, it's a good opportunity for the guys to get some exercise yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> and uh so it it we we definitely uh have never gotten rid of them but uh we're definitely going to have them coming back in the future uh so just set tight we'll definitely have them back that's, out that's good yeah. I, I don't know if i told you before or not but the first week that the bikes were in use in downtown I just happened up on a bicycle officer who performed a traffic stop using his bicycle yeah. <laughs> on an automobile that was speeding right around the corner over here. Absolutely, yep. Uh, and that's just really impressive because they can <laughs> they can go places and they can and they can get into the alleyways and different places that cars can't and they get to ride through different places that normally others wouldn't be able to do. So yes, we 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 believe in bicycle units. We believe in having that ability to get them out on the on the street, and we'll we'll see that in the future. For yeah, sure. that, that would be good. But again, that's like we said, that's just one of the the many problems we've had to face with the pandemic. But yeah. Hey, we're coming out of it. Yeah, we are. Chief, thank you for being with us today. As I know you're busy coming up on budget time and everything yeah. <laughs> else and all the other stuff you've got going on. But yeah. feel free to come back and be with us anytime. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you letting us get the message out to the community. But, uh, yeah, let us know. We'll be glad to come back anytime, too. Thank so, you. Just let us know how we can help and let people let us know how we can get the people to help. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Maybe that's for another discussion. I'll be for another one. <laughs> yep. There we go. They're going to make it till you have to come There you down. go. <laughs> Folks, this is Jefferson Weaver. I'm Head Chief Doug Ipock from the Weibel Police Department with us today on the Columbus Connection. Be sure you can, if you missed us on the radio today or only got part of it, you can catch the rest of it online at ColumbusCountyNews.com or the WTXY website. Y'all have a good day. This has been the Columbus Connection with Jefferson Weaver. If you have a story that you want to share with us or a comment on a previous program, you can email us at columbusconnection at columbuscountynews.com. The Columbus Connection is produced by Jones Media Partners, and the program is recorded live at the WTXY Studios in downtown Whiteville, North Carolina. Our in-studio producer is Daryl Jackson. Be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Columbus Connection. 
Thanks for listening.